Hey friends, welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again on our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. This is episode 156, and I'm really glad you are with me today. Hope you had a great week. Uh, Lots of stuff going on, but that's why we're here together. How do we give good leadership and healthy leadership in this hour and in this time for your family, for your ministry, for yourself, for your organization, for your team? We're going to talk about some good things today, and I'm really excited about it. Hey, if you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. You can communicate with me through the website. You can also stream the podcast. You can also, uh, on previous episodes, get show notes. And there are many other resources there available, so I'd love to hear from you. And it would really mean a lot to me if you would share this podcast with your friends and help us spread the word on what we're doing here and leave a review wherever you may be listening and a rating. That would be really great. Hey, today I want to talk about courage, and I want to talk about this wonderful subject of, of courage, really. It's such a, a necessity for us as as leaders to to have courage. We face difficulty on a number of fronts. And so today we're talking about a leader's courage, a leader's courage. What really is courage and why is it important? I want to talk about that with you. I want to define it. And there's some wonderful um, thesaurus, just some other words that are associated with courage that I believe shed some wonderful and insightful light on the idea of courage. And then I want to talk about four areas uh, of four reasons, if you will, on why courage is, is so important or where it should be applied. So let's talk about a leader's courage. So what is courage? What comes to mind when you hear the word courage? A couple of things come to my mind. One is uh, obvious William Wallace uh, comes to my mind, you know, Mel Gibson playing William Wallace in Braveheart. I uh, caught the end of a movie this weekend, Hacksaw Ridge, a uh, true story of a an American soldier in the uh, Pacific theater of war in World War II and how he saved many of his fellow soldiers by himself under Japanese fire. And uh, an amazing story, I think, of his courage risking his own life to save his soldiers his friends, his fellow uh, army mates. When I think of courage, I also think of my mom. I think of many people that are battling significant diseases, and they do so with joy and with hope. They do so with determination and, and grit. And when I think about my mom and some of those people closest to me, I think they were really courageous, the way they confronted head-on these issues and diseases and sicknesses and did so with a determination that I just so admire. And so what comes to your mind when you hear the word courage? What person comes to mind when you hear the word courage? Courage is simply defined in the dictionary as the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. without fear and bravery. I think it's so important to remember that courage is not the absence of fear. It's actually 
a positive and life-giving and um, significant behavior in the face of fear, in the face of danger. And I, I love the app on my device. It's called the Power Thesaurus. And so you put in a word and it'll give you many, many other synonyms associated with it. And so here's, I put in courage. And so here are some synonyms uh, for courage. I just love saying some of these words are so great. Bravery, spunk, guts, daring. Here's one of my favorite, pluck. <laughs> I love that. Fortitude, valor, boldness heroism, which is maybe a very appropriate word for this time in which we're living, metal, grit, spirit, fearlessness, backbone. Uh, Courage is such a beautiful and powerful word, and it's important for leaders to have courage to really be meaningful and for courage to make a difference. It requires action. Uh, In the book, The Truth About Leadership, the authors say, Actions speak louder than words. That's wise counsel to live by. Quite often, the greatest distance that leaders have to travel is the distance from their mouths to their feet. Taking that step forward, fulfilling a promise, putting the resources behind a pledge, and acting on a verbal commitment may require great courage. But it's the very thing that demonstrates the courage of your convictions. Actions demonstrate the courage of your convictions, and courage recognizes risk. It recognizes vulnerability. Courage doesn't deny the importance of risk and vulnerability. These are two very important realities for a leader, is to recognize that trust is mainly grown in the soil of vulnerability, and in order to grow and to achieve health, risk has to be taken. So, Courage does not deny the importance of risk and vulnerability. Courage actually helps you do what is best for the whole, even if it requires feelings of personal vulnerability and personal risk. I love courage. And when I was thinking about courage the last couple of days, I thought, why am I courageous? You know what? Why do I choose to exhibit courage at times? Why do leaders need to exhibit courage? And there's lots of great reasons for that. One of the thoughts that came to me was courage is, is the behavior we exhibit because the value of what you can gain is greater than the value of what you might lose. Let me say that again. Courage is the behavior that we exhibit because the value of what you gain is greater than the value of what you will lose. In other words, the risk is worth the reward. And you recognize that I may be feeling vulnerability, there may be risk, there may be a a real moment that we are in danger of something, but I'm going to choose to behave courageously because what we could gain is greater than that which we might lose. Courage is so important for a leader. You face decisions every day that require some amount of courage for you. So let me share with you sort of four reasons or four applications on why we need to be courageous leaders. (music) 
Hey, let me talk about courage for ourselves. Courage for ourselves. Let me share with you these four ideas, these four applications, these four, four uh, spheres, if you will, where courage needs to be applied. The first one is the courage for the self. <laughs> yeah, that may sound selfish, you know, at the first glance, like courage for self. I thought leaders were all about adding value to, to other people. We are. We are. And some of the mantras that we consistently espouse here at the Ordinary People Extraordinary Lives podcast is you can't take people where you haven't been, you can't give what you don't have, and you reproduce who you are, not what you know. Therefore, there have to be moments when you need to um, gather up your courage and exercise your courage for yourself. And maybe that means a courage to confront past wounds and the need to confront the lies that you're believing, the need to confront your own dietary habits or your internal dialogue and the voice that goes on inside of your own mind. Maybe you need courage to confront the issues of the heart. Maybe, and this one might hit a little close to home, maybe you need courage to rein in the spending when you look at your bank account and you recognize that you're just living outside your means. Friends, we need courage for ourselves because you're going to show up as a leader today, tomorrow, next week, and those around you are going to need you to be healthy, and they're going to need you to be the kind of leader that's worth following. To become that kind of leader, you need to exercise courage for yourself, courage to confront what needs to be grieved and lamented, courage to find hope and life and peace. The second sphere where I believe courage is important and why courage is important, it's because of our convictions. The sphere of our convictions <laughs> demands courage. You know, I'm just in this moment thinking, and I've been thinking quite a bit about President Zelensky in Ukraine, the, the uh, war that is happening there. And it seems to me, as I listen to the pundits on, on cable news and, and read articles and watch videos, it seems to me that this man has awakened a sleeping world by simply choosing to exercise and role model courage in the face of his own convictions. He is convinced that war crimes are being committed. He is convinced that this is an unlawful and illegal and evil uh, violation of Russia invading Ukraine. But more than just geopolitical and global issues, think about the courage of your own convictions. What is it that you've been convinced of? What are the core convictions that really navigate your life and determine the priorities of your leadership and determine the kind of conversations you have and really influence the quality of your own heart? Friends, your convictions are going to be challenged. Your convictions are going to be tested. Your convictions are going to stand in the courtroom of public opinion. And not everyone's going to buy into those convictions. Do you, in those moments, have courage to stand up for your convictions? Do you have pluck? Do you have fortitude? Do you have metal? Do you have grit? Do you have backbone? Do you have spunk? We need courage to maintain fidelity to our convictions, believing and knowing that our convictions are going to add value because they really shape and mold the flavor and the expression of our leadership. So friends, have courage 
for the sphere of your own self that you can be healthy and vibrant and powerful, humble and knowledgeable, competent in every way, and have courage for the sphere of your own convictions, that you're not a flimsy, uh, second-guessing, untrusted leader, that people simply don't know where you land because you're always adjusting to the wind of public opinion rather than exercising courage for the sphere of your personal convictions. So the third sphere where I believe courage is so important is the courage needed for your purpose, for your purpose. Friends, you've got a beautiful and wonderful purpose. You are made in the image of God. You have gifts and talents. You have passions and hobbies and desires, and there's so much value. There's so much gold you bring every day to your relationships, to wherever it is you work or or live, if you're retired, whatever your context may be. You're bringing something so valuable and so has so much worth. And oftentimes, our purpose can be buried in pain and buried in disappointment and buried in disillusionment or discouragement. It can it can be buried in just seasons where we don't feel like the doors are ever going to open for us. And I want you to know that you need courage for your purpose. You you need to exhibit the quality of mind or spirit that enables you to face difficulty and danger and pain without fear. Your purpose needs you to be brave, not just to, a bravery needed to believe that you have a purpose, because I do believe it takes a certain amount of bravery and courage to overcome the lies that we often believe about ourselves, the lies that we believe about other people, the lies we believe about the circumstances we're in. <laughs> we need courage to overcome those lies. We need courage to believe in our purpose, but we all, we also need courage to live that purpose out because the purpose, like our convictions, is going to be tested. There are going to be moments where you're wondering, what am I doing? Like, Does this purpose even matter? Am I making a difference? Does my life matter? Does my life make a difference? Is this going to really add value to anyone else? And it's in those moments that you need courage because we're vulnerable to the lies. We're vulnerable to going small. We're vulnerable to not really showing up as a courageous leader. And courage is required to live in the tension between your personal values, your own personal values and convictions, your own sense of why am I here? You hold that intention with the, the team values and team purpose. Why are we here? So courage is needed to manage this tension. Why am I here and why are we here? And courage can help you really live within that tension because, yeah, within that tension, it's going to be tested and you're going to face difficulties and you're going to have doubts. And I believe courage is really needed to overcome those things. Courage is needed for honesty and courage is needed for brave communication. Courage is needed for humility. Courage is needed for faithfulness and fidelity. Courage is needed for perseverance. Courage is needed for the seasons of suffering and pruning. Courage is needed, my friends, for your sphere of purpose. The fourth sphere for our purpose, a reason for our purpose, is community. We need courage because of our community. 
here's a popular word that we hear a lot, encouragement, encouragement. I want to encourage somebody today. And I would encourage you to think about the idea that encourage, to encourage someone is to put courage in their bank account. It's to look at their soul and to look at their heart and to see it as a, an account from which they draw every day as they live and move and have their being. And, and you just say, you know what, I want to put some courage in their bank account today. I want to put some courage in their heart. I want to put some courage in their soul. I want to put some courage in their backbone. I want to increase the grit of their courage. I think about just the word grit. I grew up, my dad would often do construction type things, and he would say, I need you to go get a 110 grit sandpaper or a 220 grit sandpaper. And the number of grit determined on how uh rough the sandpaper would be or how smooth it might be. And there's a certain grit that we need uh, and courage to remove the rough edges of community, to remove the rough edges of relationship, to remove the rough edges of obstacles. Courage is needed for your community, and you can encourage others today. You can encourage them by first role modeling courage, by simply giving them a living example of what a courageous leader looks like. You can also give courage to others through your words, through attaboys, through affirmations, through opportunities, through skill, through training, through competency, through creating a culture where failure is not fatal, but failure is the environment we describe for learning. You have so much courage as a leader you can give to your community, and your community really needs it. And so go first. Be the first one to be honest. Be the first one to be vulnerable. Be the first one to take risk. Be the first one to kind of stick your neck out there. Courage. Courage. Courage is so amazing. The quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. without fear or bravery. Courage is daring and it is guts. It is valor. It is pluck. It is heroism. It is spirit. It is backbone. And courage requires action, friends. And just know that the value of what you can gain is greater than what you can lose. Therefore, you should be a courageous leader. Be courageous for yourself. Be courageous for your convictions. Be courageous for your purpose. And be courageous for your community. Hey, I love you, everybody. Have a great week. Stay healthy. Stay hopeful. Be courageous this week. And I'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>